you're ready, cause it's about time for you to speak your mind. Wednesday regular broadcast. Yes. Super Secret Girls Club. Super Secret Girls Club. I hope you guys love the intro. We love the intro. We love the intro. Every time it comes on, and we're like awkwardly dancing, but it enjoying. always puts us in the mood. <laughs> the emoji. Yes, the race 12. Exactly. Um, That's what we were like. If you are here, let us know in the Twitch chat that you are indeed here so that we know about you. Say hi. Hello. Um, if you're watching us on YouTube, do we? I'm not sure if we are simulcasting on YouTube. If we, we might are be. on YouTube by any chance and you are there with us, we won't be able to see your chat. So just come to the Twitch and let us know you're there. There. Thank yes. you. <laughs> Hi, Mia. Hi, Katie. <clears throat> Hi, Raish. 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 I'm sorry. Raish. I butchered everybody's names yesterday on Twitch. I was like, Aww. this is just how it's going to be. And I couldn't read. Well, and then... Thank God me. nobody knows because your stream wasn't was horrible. Working. <laughs> exactly. It was like, this is perfect. I'm gonna continue uh, fighting Pokemons, but yeah. good morning, everyone. Good, good morning. morning. So today's topic, we're gonna talk about working with friends. But before we get started on that, um, you know, Christmas is coming, and we did the New Year's. I did want to ask Navi if you have any new resolu- New Year's resolutions. Oh God! Or anything you want to accomplish in 23? One thing. Um, a better dating life, I guess Aww. that'll be my 2023. No fuck boys. No fuck boys. Or not going back to any of the people I've dated past. I think that's my resolution. I'm not oh, gonna go one. back to people that I have dated before that's and trying one. to conquer them. <laughs> <laughs> like go for attainable. But that'll be my resolution. But beside that, like I think workout is always the thing, but it's never happened. So I'm not gonna try it at all. Do what about you? Do- you? Do you do sober January? Mm-mm. No. No. I don't drink that much to do sober January. Yeah. Maybe I should. Maybe I should do <laughs> other I, kind of maybe sober. Maybe you should drink or do sober January. Do sober January, but not with alcohol, but with the other things. <laughs> ah. But I don't know. I think I'm already kind of weaning off of it. Um, I always like the concept of sober January. I think it's good, but um, I, don't, I don't partake that much. Maybe I should mm. cut down on my work. Maybe. I don't know. That's not going to happen. More self-care. More self-care. Yeah, I try to do that. What about you? Do you do Sober January? Um, I do it with Chris. Makes sense. But I, I also don't feel like I really need it. Yeah. Because I don't really drink that much. Yeah. Um, it's like social only. I think it's a good trend that people started. Mm-hmm. Especially after the debauchery of New Year's Eve. Yeah. Which I'm really not looking forward to. I have a thing with New Year's Eve where... Like, it's literally my least favorite day of the year. But do you think that because there's a sober January, people go extra hard in December they wouldn't have otherwise? I know some people that do. Okay. <laughs> They're like, fuck it all. I don't know all. if it's for everyone, but yeah. I definitely think there's some people who do that. <laughs> yeah, no, it makes total sense. But do you have any resolutions or do you have any plan for? Um, for resolutions? Yeah, for next year. Um, Something that you plan to do? I think my only resolution for next year is, like, regarding the bus. Oh, fair enough. Where it's just, like, it needs to start making money. <laughs> yeah, so I need to doing something. But... It needs to start doing something, yeah. exactly. 
so all so. everybody who's in the chat we would love to hear what you guys resolutions are if you yes. have any um <clears throat> but brianna yes you can go definitely date mickey we can totally set you up <laughs> <laughs> We could totally do that. Send us the information in the DMs and let's see how that happens. We'll <laughs> so make funny. it work. Um, I did want to ask you one more thing. Yeah. How was the Matrix last week? <laughs> how was what? You were stuck in the Matrix all of weekend? Oh, <laughs> it was great. So I have a VR. Um, it's weird. I have a timeshare in VR. So I own <laughs> half of that VR. Really? And yeah, so I That's will get so it in March when this Apple one comes out and he wants to get the Apple. So I will get everything. And on that VR, I love Beat Saber. And that Beat Saber has songs that have been downloaded online. So it was so much fun. Oh my God, I had it for the whole weekend. And I like lost hours. I by end yeah, of Saturday <laughs> and Sunday, I had to put timer for myself that I couldn't be in there longer than half an hour. So I could do other stuff, which takes out, like, it defeats the purpose of VR, right? Like, it was a matter of disconnecting with everything and just being in there. But I disconnected way too much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I realized I couldn't have, like, I actually don't know if I can own it 24, like, full time. I think it's good to it have a timeshare on so it. So funny. So Navi showed up at our place with this, so fun. you know, like, so, so many songs downloaded on her VR set. So much. And literally we had so much fun and then like suddenly it was midnight we were like what i was it's so confused <laughs> i was so confused when Corey was like oh i'm gonna head out and looked at him i was like what when did i come <laughs> like i thought it was like 10 p.m or something we were playing for like four hours straight that was crazy yeah and then we like and had then a we charge watched, what was it Italia. <laughs> we watched Italia while it was charging and Italia was like five minute episode so i think we only watched like three or four before like okay let's start playing again <laughs> Let's start doing this. Yeah. But no, VR is fun. Um, it's good to disconnect. I do enjoy it. I think like during the winter and everything, just when so much is going on that you just want to disconnect from re- reality. So mm-hmm. VR helps. And I can see why Ready Player One is a thing. Like yeah. why people will disconnect completely. I can totally see mm-hmm. myself doing that if it's not going to kill my eyes. Yeah. If it doesn't hurt my eyes, I think I could stay there for a really long time. And yeah. I don't know if that's good. We're watching uh, Cyberpunk right oh, yeah. now, and there's also just like, it's it's a dystopia. So like, there's just like people in the city, like in the street, like you know, like in fucking alleyways, like the like very poor people. Yeah. Who just like have the VR set and they're just like Sitting jerking there? off. Oh my god. Because they're god. just like, watching porn twenty four seven. Oh my god! Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. yeah. I don't like there's Netflix and stuff on it, and I almost like maybe I should try. It I was like no. I'm not, that's too much. I'm not going to watch oh, yeah. Netflix in the yeah. VR. Um, no, I'm going to stick with it. Honestly, it's a little weird. I tried it and it's like, everybody's like so big. Yeah. Everybody's so tall. Yeah. You oh, feel really? like you're like in Taco Titan universe. <laughs> Just like, what's yeah. happening? I tried the like porn VR long time ago <laughs> when it first came out. Um, I think I was in New Hampshire. I had yeah. a friend who had it. So I was like, oh, like, let me see it. And I was like, no. It's fine, but that was like <laughs> six years ago, and so I can only imagine what it is now, or if it's even improved. But I didn't have any thing yeah. to go into it. But yeah. yeah, it was fun. It was fun being in Matrix for a second. I was like, "What? I watched Matrix movies? Like, I didn't realize that." No, well, it was fun. Speaking of VR games, uh, we did want to we want that we wanted that to be part of our Friday stream, mm-hmm. which we were planning to do. It's, However, it's a <laughs> there's a coming. chance that we are not going to stream at all so i wanted to give you guys a heads up 
that if you are anticipating Friday stream, it might not happen or it might happen from one of our houses. It's not gonna happen from here because there's a blizzard coming to Indianapolis starting Thursday night. Yep. And it's supposed to be like bad. Minus one. Yeah, and it's also with ice. Like yes. if it snows, it's not gonna be snow, it's gonna be ice. Yeah. So we don't wanna be driving in that ice, considering people are idiots. Like yeah. uh, Indiana forgets how to drive when it rains or snows. Yeah. It's like it happens every year. Every year, guys. So, yeah, we're going to play it by the ear, and we'll keep everybody in the loop. But yeah. for now, just know that maybe there will be a change in the schedule. Also, speaking of breaks, we will be on break next week. Yeah. All of next week. Finally. The only time you'll be able to catch us live is for the Chainsaw Man reaction on Tuesday at either 1 or noon. We'll see. Can mm. we talk about Chainsaw Man for quick? It's sure. So good. I like. <laughs> did I think you this watch was, the last I one? did. I think okay. this is the only anime that what I have been watching. Um, I don't think he died. Um, spoiler alert. Uh, we don't know what's gonna happen to Aki at this point. If he die, it'll be so sad. I know. Me too. Like at this point, I think like I I want to see him longer. I think somebody's gonna come save him. I am attached to Aki. It, it's so deal. cute like i just it makes no sense but like yeah dude that show is insanely good um mm. and it kind of went meta when he was talking when uh those two people who were training aki or coaching him were like you seem like a manga character i was like that's yeah it's yeah, just that was funny. it seems we're realistic enough that puts it <laughs> off of like different trajectory from all the other uh-huh. animes but it's so good but yeah, yeah next week we'll be off beside the chainsaw man reaction which i will watch with them it's so good. Will you be there? No. Aww. I can be. Maybe. Is it finale? You should ask everybody. I will ask everybody. I can be there. <laughs> Let me text Yeah, them. I yeah. love I love Chainsaw Man. Chainsaw Man is so good. And people are telling me that this is like just the beginning. Like it hasn't even really started. Yeah. Like for real. That's what, yeah. Because we were re- talking about reading ma- manga and somebody said like they love it and surprised that people are already liking it because it's mm. slow. It's like if this is slow... I don't know what's coming. I think what I like most about it isn't really the story, but it's one, the character. Like, mm. I love Denji as a character and, like, the fact that he's, like, he just not a human anymore and it's kind of like, what is he? It's, like, really interesting to watch that. Yeah. And I love, love the art. I love the way it looks, every mm. single frame. That's great. And I don't care if they take 10, out, 10 years before the next season comes out. If it's going to look this good, keep it. Take your time. Take your time. We will <laughs> wait for it because it will be hype every time it comes around. Exactly. But yeah. Um, okay. Uh, last few plugs. We will be live tomorrow for One Piece stream unless the snow just completely... Oh, how tells us that we need to get the hell home <laughs> yeah keep an update we'll try um, to start early yeah but we do want to we want to have that stream so hopefully that happens yes. it won't happen next week at all because we will all be on a break but this week hopefully yes, yes. <laughs> cool so without further ado we are gonna get right into the episode working with friends pros and cons Ooh, <laughs> the best thing ever so, first off let's set the ground with how the hell we met each other and oh what my is God. our history. Such a long history. So there's the breakdown. We're probably going to refer to this podcast every time someone asks us again. Yes, just listen so, to this. This is <laughs> This it. is the answer moving forward. This is the mark, time mark. So, 
I say you go first because you go first. have more of a history than me. Yeah, so I will go first and I will just say briefly, um, before I went to a different college and when I met, I met um, Serge, Mickey, Pat at the same time. And they had known each other from college. Uh, along with High the school? High school, actually. Yeah. yeah, high school and college. So they, the guys have known each other for a while. Um, and I started watching Breaking Bad finale with them. At that point, we were just friends. We were like, we'll just watch Breaking Bad finale. And I moved home from college. So I just making new friends. I was like, sure, I love Breaking Bad. And then <laughs> that went great. And then Game of Thrones came around. And I think Game of Thrones is really how we connected. Um, it's like, okay, Game of Thrones, let's watch it together. And we decided to watch the second season, ep- first episode, fourth episode together. And then Surge was like, can I just record you guys? Like, <laughs> sure. He's like, I'll put it on YouTube. He's like, I don't know what that is, but sure. I don't have to do anything. I'm going to be here to watch as a group anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was the one who uh, edited it and put it up. And then after a couple episodes, it gained traction. And so we were like, okay, we're coming together to watch it anyway. We have busy lives. So it's a once a week that we get together as a friend. So becoming good friends. And we started playing games and it started doing well. Um, that's when Rana came. Um, he brought Rana and then we started you know, bonding and having fun. And I believe we did Game of Thrones and we started doing Walking Dead. And I think Walking Dead is when Chris and you came. Um, and it was Chris at first yeah. only. Because he he was just like doing stuff on Sunday. I didn't even know. Yeah. You know, we were at that point we were close to getting married. But <laughs> our our relationship at that time was really weird. Because yeah. we like we got married in a span of seven months. Okay. So we met and then we were very casual. Yeah. And then we had like a, a moment in our relationship where we're like, okay, I guess we're serious. Yeah. And then from the first date to our wedding was seven months. <laughs> so quick. So quick. Yeah. But so at that time, we were almost almost married at that point. I think I met you guys first for Rana's birthday. I think so. Yeah. At, uh, um, Handlebar. Handlebar. Yeah. It was a yeah. season premiere of Game of Thrones. I don't know what season, but it was yeah. also Rana's but birthday. But it was, it was around April because it was Rana's mm. birthday. Uh, we did like out- outdoor activity, drinking, and then we went over to watch. It wasn't Game of Thrones at the time. It was The Walking Dead. Oh, that was the first God. video I was ever on. Oh, nice. And I was fucking mortified. <laughs> it's so it's like funny. A walking Dead. <laughs> it's so funny. I had no context, and it was like one of the oh, one of qu- the gorier episodes. Show too. Yeah. And I was just like, it was I... the Negan. Yeah. Killing. Yeah. It was like no, Negan. No, 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 it no. It wasn't Negan. It was. Um, I forgot her name, but um, this this lady like got zombified and then like her guts just started like spilling out oh my slowly. God, and I was going. just like, God damn it. You can watch that reaction. She's mortified in a corner <laughs> sitting, not saying a single word. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, that wasn't really like my jam because yeah. I don't like gory shit. But um, as soon as, and, and Chris was just doing that yeah. with you guys. And then as soon as Game of Thrones came around, I was, I... You want Game of get... Thrones is actually part of the reasons why me and Chris actually got together. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I was like obsessed with Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. It's like my favorite show ever. So I got to go back 
after game after walking dead and then that's when i actually like understood what this is about yeah and that is actually fun <laughs> and i think game of thrones is how we kind of became friends as well and how i became friends with the whole group i think it's yeah. because of game of thrones because you can theorize so much and at that time like you were just new to city as well and we were just becoming friends and i think game of thrones was a common topic that we could like theorize and talk about mm-hmm. before reading books um yes. and then Slowly got incorporated, and she was the quietest person, and we made her loud. And then, yeah, so that's how we essentially just, I think, Game of Thrones, we became friends. Um, yeah. Yeah. Being that's loud right. is a survivor skill at yes, the normies. it is. If you're not loud, you will be spoken over. Yes. And there's so many times I have to tell Shelby sometimes. Like, she mm. will say something, nobody doesn't like, Shelby, say that again. And it's like, Shelby. say that again louder. <laughs> it's like, like i'm not gonna say it for you you need to say it louder yeah. um and she's i think we we will we will turn her yeah she, she, she will be the loudest here very soon yeah. and we'll go there and you know but. there were other people here and there we had hannah and pat yeah uh and ben and maddie there were some people even before my yeah time. cassie and justin yeah there were so many people who like it started with the friends, friends right like it was essentially out. Friends hanging out, and when friends hang out, you know, friends come and go. Yeah. Um, and then we kind of did that for a few years until to the point where YouTube, like, YouTube marketing, like, money doesn't make, the ads doesn't make a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Uh, when they started doing it, and then Suraj has quit his job, and it's like, okay, Suraj, we can pay you all of this that comes to you, which was barely nothing mm-hmm. um, at all, but it was something. And then... Even before we started paying him, we were using that small amount of money to essentially just pay for our dinner when we were getting together once a week. Uh, because everybody was driving pizza for everyone. Pizza <laughs> <clears throat> Yeah, pizza Sundays, which you can imagine yeah. how much pizza is. So that's what it was. Um, we were all just chipping in ourselves, like yeah. buying skits, stuff, whatever was needed. Yeah. Uh, it was really everybody's dedication. And I think by that time, we set up Patreon. And... I don't think Patreon was doing a lot, but then it started doing something to a point of like, okay, now we need to really think about what does mean? Like, is this something people are actually going to quit their job and become full time? Like, is this actually (laughs) going to be a thing? Um, We started having that serious discussion and that's when we kind of solidified who is, you know, permanently on the couch kind of thing. Because at that point, it wasn't just friends watching nonchalantly, not doing anything to a point where like we have a set place where said people are coming to watch said shows um and we had to schedule it because we needed to set it out so like okay we need to so it was Keddy and me like trying to figure out the scheduling part and now it's all Keddy doing all the scheduling so um it was it, yeah it, it it was a it was interesting dynamics coming to that end because I still at that point wasn't thinking that YouTube would make any money. Like I was yeah. still full time, full time. Yeah. Um, and I also remember that we didn't even think that Patreon would be something that could be an option for us. We'll honestly. do anything. Yeah. Because I remember in one of the unboxings, we literally got a twenty dollar bill. Yeah. <laughs> from somebody, and we're like, "If you guys want this every month, you should start a Patreon." Yeah. And we were like, "Huh." Like, what is Patreon? What people actually, like, pay for this? This yeah. is kind of weird. And it was also around the time we started doing Avatar reactions. Mm-hmm. And people were kind of, like, Loving giving the us Avatar. these ideas that, like, you know, if you guys just put, like, the whole unedited episode up there, like, we're just going to, like, sync our copy. And we're like, 
Huh. That's a thing. Okay. Cool. So we just set it up and everything was very community inspired mm-hmm. because, mm-hmm. you know, all the ideas that we got, we got from you guys. And uh, here we are now. Yeah. Still doing it. <laughs> yeah. I think it really, and it really, like, when we say we appreciate our community, like, I don't think we can really express with the words how much we appreciate the community because mm-hmm. it helped that we were open enough to listen to our community and community was open enough to give us the ideas that we really pondered over. And with us having so many people, I think it helped that somebody will read that com- community comment mm-hmm. and will say like, we should do this. And then we'll be a huge fight. And then we're like, okay, we are doing this. <laughs> yes. Like there was always a huge discussion. Yes. Um, but so, it, yeah, yeah. We, so it helps a lot. <laughs> I guess around the time when we like started a Patreon and we realized that, okay, there's money coming in. We mm-hmm. can get more and more people involved. They can spend more and more time and leave and do their more other content. jobs because mm-hmm. they can get paid. Yeah. Um, so that's when, you know, some of the, so, some of like the transition started from like, we're just friends hanging out to, we have a business. We have a and business. And we're yeah. still friends, but it's different. It's different. <laughs> Took us seven years. I think about eight years now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, and I think going, like, we're going to jump into the real topic of it is like working with friends, pros mm-hmm. and con. Um, just having that transition from like, yeah, we are hanging out as a friends and now, oh shit, we have money coming in that we need to like figure out what to do with it. And then, oh, okay. We can't just be friends. Like we can be friends, but there gotta be this extra layer of it's a business and we are Mm -hmm. responsible for some things where we can't just be like, oh, we are hanging out. I will show up when I show up. Like, no, you're going to show up at this time. And then go from there. And if people don't show up at that time, what does that mean? As a friends, can we say something? Um, <laughs> yeah. So it was interesting. Yeah. What's up, normies? Are you guys tired of wearing the same fandom shirt as other people around you over and over again? Well, here's the thing. Head over to Pampling right now. That's P-A-M-P-L-I-N-G dot com and use the code the normies to get your own unique shirt and a free pair of socks. So I basically have like a list of situations that we've encountered that were difficult yeah and we were not prepared so this podcast is more of like a guiding uh, hopefully you know you can learn from our experience if you ever end up in a situation like this and you can better address yes. <laughs> situations yeah so and then also at the end we're gonna have some tips on how you can get started with small budget or none at all to when you actually have resources, what you can do and mm-hmm. what you should do based on our experience. Yes. Um, and shout out to World's Famous, who is actually looking for small business Ooh, advice. Nice. Uh, we've made multiple of these podcasts at this point. We are uh, also, I can see Turkish in the chat and it's distracting me. Oh, okay. I was wondering <laughs> what language that was. <laughs> They're doing it on purpose. <laughs> um, anyway, multiple episodes before this one so go to our youtube channel normies podcast Mm -hmm. where you can watch the other ones yeah there's a lot of small business advice but let's get back into the friends and business perfect so one of the situations where i where we had like a big pain point i think is um mainly working with friends giving feedback to a co-worker versus criticizing someone as a person yeah and how you divide those two 
in your head, <laughs> whether you are giving the feedback or receiving it. Mm -hmm. That was a big problem. At I first. think we are just now kind of figuring that out. And yeah, and I think that was biggest thing when we had to start out, when we became like, okay, this is the business. Now we need to give a feedback to someone. How do we do that? Um, I think just setting it up. How do we do it? Like, oh, shit. Okay, so we should have an annual feedback set up. Mm -hmm. Cool. We set up some kind of annual feedback. And that annual feedback became a thing where that was the only time feedback was given. <laughs> <laughs> like, so there yes. could be something happened like eight months ago. And then the annual feedback time was the only time feedback given. And then it, kind of backfired, it backfired. It was like, I understand we have this mechanism of annual feedback, but that that was eight months ago, mm -hmm. right? And then things may have boiled over by then, but it came back in the evaluation. Then it will boil. Then it started boiling over again. It was like we already addressed it. Like yeah, but you are giving the feedback for the whole year, and that's something that happened in the year, even though it was resolved. It was weird. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely think that every single person, including myself, have grown mm -hmm. over the years. For sure. Whereas you know, at first. It would just be really touchy and people would take things personally and like really get offended mm -hmm. or defensive. But now we all understand that when we give somebody feedback, then it's for their improvement mm -hmm. because we care about them and we want them to do better. And also because we want the company to do better. Yeah. So yeah. it's overall beneficial for everybody, even if, you know, receiving it may hurt a little bit. Yeah. But yeah, we're we're all mentally getting there, but it takes time. It so. takes time. Yeah, I think one thing that I realized over the time, um, all of us had to work that. Um, I think it was just something, it took us a while. Uh, we had a lot of fights over it, but we realized, like after a while you realize nobody has a malicious intent. Mm -hmm. It's just a matter of how it gets communicated. And so worse, like the single, like be very careful of, the words that are chosen and I've been this is something that I've been learning like how I communicate something so instead of being like oh you are messing up on this just like this is something that can be improved mm -hmm. that we believe that are being improved and just yeah. kind of doing a compliment sandwich um, <laughs> and I think it does think personally like I I mean nobody likes to hear bad criticism mm -hmm. even if how matter humble you can be it does hurt at a certain hurt. level. So just think of the way you will want to get that feedback mm -hmm. and use that. And that kind of helped me per se. And also from my previous consulting job and trying to just making sure I don't rock the boat, but still give the information that I needed. So it's just been more like picking which words to be used mm -hmm. and sticking with them and being very careful. Mm -hmm. um, just, yeah. Yeah. Words can hurt. Really, sometimes some words heard that you wouldn't even think about it. And mm -hmm. then if some, that's the other thing that I realized learning, there will be some words that will trigger somebody. Mm -hmm. And it happened, like, I will be always observant of what word triggered. And then I will make sure to never use that word. Um, or just, if there will be some specific word that somebody liked to use, and I will use it, a collaboration. If some, like, in my previous consulting job, like, every time I said something, like, we should do it this way. And they will always get mad. It was like, 
I just want to collaborate with you to make sure that we work together on doing all this. So like I will do it in the way that like if they said no, I was like, I thought we were collaborating here. <laughs> you know, like as a compliment instead of me saying that this is how you should do it. I was like, I think we should collaborate on this together and this may work it better this way. Mm-hmm. Um, and then whenever that came in front of client, you couldn't be mad on it. Like, mm-hmm. what, you're going to be saying no? <laughs> like, you're going to say no to my collaboration idea? Mm-hmm. So it's the words. Um, yeah, just be yeah. very careful of the words for sure. Definitely that. I would also say that if you are working with friends, it's important to make sure that you have like keep both of those environments separate Mm -hmm. so if you're at work and you're having a conversation about work even if it includes someone's bad performance it stays at work yep and i think if there's something especially challenging that needs to be communicated it's really important that you go back to take get a drink with this person that you know you just told them that they're bad at their job but they're still your very good friend. Yeah. And you want to make sure that they feel like they're still your friend. So, yeah, just like make sure that that relationship, your friendship is taken care of and fostered. Mm-hmm. Because, and, and I think that we still have problems with this. Yeah. Because we spend eight hours every day yeah. or more with each other. And we don't want to spend more time afterwards. I mean, we do. But it's like it's it doesn't easy, happen as it's often. It's easy to not do it. Yeah. Because like I'm gonna see them tomorrow anyway. It's fine. Yeah. You know. But that is like a bad habit that we all still have and struggle with. So we try to make sure that sometimes on a weekend we go and do something that's not yeah. work. We should probably have like team lunches, um, where we're just like either <laughs> bringing a lunch and eating it together. Um, yeah, we still struggle with this. Like this is like easy said than done. There was so many times mm-hmm. I was like, as soon as we walk out of this door, we are friends. But, like, if I had just gotten evaluation, it was bad. Fuck that. I'm not going to be, like, friends. But I'm not going to say anything. But in my head, it's still, like, I'm not going to go grab a drink. But sometimes you, like... And there was a few times that I struggled with, like... When I was a part-time, it was easier. But when I became full-time, it was like, okay, I'm hanging out with you guys. You guys are my colleagues. I needed to make sure... I found other people to rant about work. Not necessarily about like rant about a person, right? <laughs> Just overall about yeah. work. And you don't want to... And I think it burned out really quickly. It happened my previous job too. It's like if you are talking about your work when you're done with work with the same people, it kind of continues going on where it's like, okay, I know I left my job at 5 p.m., but I'm still t- talking about it and it's been 7 or 8 p.m. Mm-hmm. And now I only have a couple of hours to like, do anything else to get out of my mind. Mm-hmm. Um, so world famous, just going back to your, like, I think burnout, it's a big deal. It's it's gonna happen. I think it's just one of those things not like, you can do things to prevent it, but eventually it will catch up on you. And the best thing to do is like, if you are working with friends or just by yourself, have a restricted timeline when you are done with work. Like by that time, you're not going to look at it. You're not going to think about it. You're going to be doing whatever you need to do else to go out of the space. If you're working from home, then go out like every hour, like go outside, go to a gym, outside of gym. Don't do like just changing the environment. It's mandatory and helps a lot with it. It doesn't say that it will completely eradicate it. It will help delay that and hopefully, um, 
eventually will become a habit where yeah like every 8 p.m you'll cut it off <laughs> yeah i feel like set up so many reminders for um, myself mario's asking in the chat how do you dissociate your friends from the normies or work and that is difficult mm -hmm. and we still have problems with it but one thing that we tried to set up was uh instead of a swear jar oh yeah we had a jar where people would submit what like a dollar if you start up bringing work they yeah. bring up something work-related outside of work. <laughs> I don't know Duh. if we're still doing it. We're not I don't know how much it. money we raised. <laughs> it was like 40 bucks in it. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, it was like 40 bucks. We haven't done it. Um, but I think it kind of did help it to did. us like not talk about it because mm -hmm. every time there was like every anybody brought it up was like, a dollar that's a dollar like send it to cash app so we had a cash <laughs> app that you will send it to um and uh, you can you can imagine like 40 dollars it happened 40 times so like <laughs> people eventually just stop and i think we've been better at it as well to tell each other like somebody brings up a work i was like bring it up in therapy yeah. or bring it up in a leadership meeting or bring it up here and mm -hmm. just stop the communication because it will happen it yeah. just eventually happened and i think we just been better at telling each other we're not going to talk about it mm -hmm. um and i think chris does a great job because me and Ketty will sometimes we'll just start talking about it and then chris was like no. we'll say like <laughs> no like okay good we'll stop yeah and it will stop immediately it's like mm -hmm. yeah it's not gonna be helpful um it also helps because sometimes if you are talking about work outside of the work and mm -hmm. there's not everybody's present you don't want to be making any kind of decision where nobody was involved yeah. and we have all been burned by that Bless it you. also creates an echo chamber if it you does. don't involve like a person that you have grievance with in mm -hmm. a, like yeah you can vent sometimes but if you do it all the time then you're just kind of like creating your own narrative in yeah. your head about this person and it's also not fair yeah not good. yeah so yeah it's been difficult dissociating like friends from the normies for a while we were all taking vacations together we were doing like everything 24 7 and i think we have all slowly kind of built our own friend circle outside of this friend circle not saying like we're dissociating as friends but i think we have all kind of done a better job as like having somebody else to hang out with that's mm -hmm. not just normies yeah um, but we still hang out yeah. uh, once in a while um but it helps to have multiple group circle yeah but i would also say that if you do sometimes need to vent about work it's hard in our case because nobody can understand nobody our job <laughs> And it kind of sounds like we're venting that we are watching too much TV. Yeah. And uh, that's just not something people can relate to. It's not. And it was hard. <laughs> I remember, like, in my previous consulting, like, I, there was nobody I could vent because nobody knew what I was doing. Like, nobody understood my job. So I will vent, like, with my colleagues and the colleagues will vent with me. But, like, we kept it like yeah, like an hour yeah timer yeah. like an hour and that's it. Mm -hmm. Um. So, yeah, sometimes you kind of have to. Like, sometimes I will, like, pick up the phone and call somebody like can you imagine this happened and then that's it like we'll just do it really quick mm -hmm. um we've been getting better if you yeah. can imagine it's been seven years we're just not getting better <laughs> and a therapist helps so i'm gonna mention a, a, a positive now yes. since we talked about the negative yes. i think that one of the good things about working with friends is that you know when you try to like foster the family atmosphere in a workplace it's actually very it just easier. comes natural it's very easy and it's not like cringy corporate mm -hmm. we're a family like, <laughs> we're actually family we don't yeah. need a michael scott walk around and tell us that we're family <laughs> yes we are no it definitely it does help um and then we even though like working with friends like it 
friend and work ethic is two different things. So you yes. learn somebody's work ethic that you never thought of before. But knowing that somebody as a friend could make some communication easier. Um, yeah. And, you know, like just some things. It's just like, all right, cool. I can say this and you will take it and we can just like have an like argument or whatever. But then we're going to be friends again. So it's just like either way, we are still friends regardless. Mm-hmm. Like I think we are just dysfunctional family where we can say shit to a family but you're not going anywhere <laughs> you're still here like you're still here so i think that helps with us and like a friend's it's like you're not gonna go anywhere like not that i'm bullying you but yeah we can just stuff on each other but yeah. you're still here to stay and we can still work it out because we mean well like we mean well for the company overall and i think that's where mm-hmm. it comes down to like working as a friend we all in it in together so whatever bad or good comes, I think it helps to share it with your friends. And then like, yeah, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll hear, we'll work it out, we'll work yeah. it through and go from there. Yeah. yeah. I think another challenge is establishing hierarchy. Yes. That's Oof. something that, you know, takes a lot of time. We're still definitely not there, but um, in a way, okay, in a way it's bad because when there's not like, one leader or you know like somebody yeah you know that sometimes there's too many cooks in the kitchen at the same time it can be good Mm -hmm. because we hold each other accountable Mm -hmm. and i think that we've actually accomplished to put in place a lot of very progressive policies yes very good benefits for our employees that maybe if it was just one person wouldn't have happened wouldn't have happened yeah yeah, that's definitely pro. Um, I think in the beginning, I was afraid of having too many cooks in the kitchen. I think once we figured out how to facilitate our meetings and have more democracy, like if we argue on some things, like let's vote, let's just vote, mm-hmm. whatever wins, and that's where we're gonna go back to it. That has helped a lot, and I think having multiple <laughs> boo, <laughs> it also just helps. Like okay, somebody can come up with something that we didn't know so if you're working if you have a small business by yourself the one thing i'll recommend is having some kind of advisory board um committee committee, like some kind of it um you can that could be like somebody your friend that who you can uh bounce off ideas with and just kind of discuss it with them like this is what i'm thinking of like then they're aware of it and then they can give you maybe a viewpoint of something other than just your own um but yeah with the hierarchy um i think i'm talking more about like um like setting up a leader like having like a, a, like if a decision needs to be made and it's kind of like 50 50 yeah or you know somebody needs to step in um i think that's been the struggle point that's like i think still something that we need to think about it it takes a while for but hierarchy is definitely needed and the one example that i always use i'm so glad so we're just not here so <laughs> You know, like in Laos to when there was a plane <laughs> crash and everybody, there's a chaos. Yeah. And then somebody took charge, Jack like, took charge and like set the laws. Like you need that. You just need to, always you don't need a dictator, but I think you always, we always looking for that one person. Um, you should watch the 100. Maybe I should watch 100. <laughs> you always need that one person to be like, all right, there might be multiple things happening, but there's somebody who's listening to all of it and saying, we're going to do this. Mm-hmm. Because either A, that's what the majority wants, and B, that's the 
whatever the best way is so like yeah. now we don't have 50 50 but sometimes we do and then we need that tiebreaker yeah. you need that person and i think and that may be one way to like help with like a rigidness of hierarchy is to make it more kind of like flexible mm-hmm. because we also have our own little like expertise departments as well departments yeah so then if a decision needs to be made about something that i'm responsible for my word will have or my opinion will have more more of a value than somebody who's not really involved in that Mm. stuff so you know it kind of balances out yeah i think that helps i think that comes down to like trusting Yes. If the what the person is saying, they are aware of it. Yeah. That also took us some time to get yeah. to it. But I think you can't do nobody can do everything. So mm-hmm. if somebody is responsible for doing something, trust them until they break yeah. your trust and then replace them with somebody that you like to trust with. <laughs> I'm just kidding. This <laughs> replace this person. Because you need good people around you. Yeah. Um Tiger Tracer Tiger Tracer 929. Thank you so much for subscribing. Thank you. And I'm so sorry if I butchered your username. But we have you. a lot of first time users yes. as well who came in from YouTube. I love to it. tell you that you look pretty today. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate it. I lost this, but I found it. It's going to be on here till the holidays. But yeah, thank you so much. Yeah, so I guess one more pain point that can happen if you work with friends is money, obviously. <sighs> yes. That's a big one we had honestly the one we only had to really discuss money in a very combative way once really <laughs> and it was barely combative when we when, came up with the percentages yes oh okay yeah. i yeah. think yeah that was kind of like okay this is we really have to talk about this we have to decide how we are splitting this baby that mm. we've all created yeah we all put our and voluntary time in. obviously everybody feels entitled to a certain amount and and everybody's expectation coming into that meeting was different mm-hmm. and i'm just i'm actually really impressed and How happy we that it. we kind of our expectations were all reasonable and kind of aligned with what ended up happening yeah so yeah I think and that wasn't really just on money. Like, we didn't have a dollar amount to fight over, but more of a percentage on the company to mm-hmm. fight over. Um, yeah, money is something you definitely need to talk about. And especially if you're working more than one person. I had this conversation with somebody else. Setting up the expectation early on, um, because the longer you hold off on mm-hmm. it, um, more problematic it will get. Because, not because we will make more, hopefully you do make more. Mm-hmm. Um, the idea is that you want to set the expectation on, like, if I'm, if me and Katie are going into business and I expect her to be 50% in it and then she's not pulling her weight, we didn't never set the expectation. And for, then later on, I'm just going to get annoyed and be like, you never pulled your weight, blah, blah, blah. And like, she's yeah. better, like, so that's kind of expectation you just set up beforehand. So I know what to expect from her and vice versa. Um, right like so if she doesn't have enough time to put into it I can't just be like you're gonna be 50% she doesn't have a time and then Mm -hmm. she might be okay with just doing 30% of the work and receiving 30% of the profit so you just need to be the expectation early on it's not something you will do day one but Mm -hmm. as soon as you kind of realize this might have a potential to be something and you have somebody who's helping you out more than just yourself you just want to have that discussion um, but money is always a touchy point and um, yeah I think every 
I've been very proud. We had a quarterly meeting uh, this past week and we kind of talked about financials and was very proud how everybody um, handled it. Um, and that's, I've been seeing it from last, like everybody understands the numbers that I bring, uh, which I'm grateful of. I was like, this is how it looks like. And I'm grateful that everybody kind of trusts me is like what I'm showing that nobody's pinpointing, which I would, sometimes people will be like, where does, and, and that's good to know because I would not have looked at it. I was like, yeah, why did we fluctuate from here and there instead of me just pulling number? Let me look, analyze it. Mm-hmm. Um, but just talking about money, I think the more information you have, it's better. Um, and full transparency full transparency and track it track it from mm-hmm. day one because if you don't track it trust me when it comes to taxes forget about it Woo! you're not gonna have a month <laughs> you're not gonna have a time for yourself it's awful yeah um that's gonna be my goal next week so i don't have to deal with it i think January that's what first. i'm gonna do next week too yeah like financials like i used to love looking at financials but now sometimes i'm like i don't want to look at it because i don't like it well i've always hated it <laughs> yeah now i hate it more <laughs> Yeah, but like I like using looking at numbers and using numbers. So I think I just took over when we started getting any money um, from the company. And I think it was also just I didn't know everybody's work ethic. And I just wasn't sure who else would be able to handle it. So I was like, I'm just going to take this. You know how people like when when like they have difficulty reading, sometimes they get like actually diagnosed with like dyslexia. And yeah, stuff. yeah. I have that with numbers. Yeah. Like I always and I... I was like always really good at math where I like understood what to do and how to like proceed with an equation. Yeah. And then I would just like flip a number in my head. Oh my God, that changes everything. And it like, and like always come out wrong. And I'm like, ah, it's like every time like my teacher would go through calculations, it would like be maybe like line four. Yeah. But like made a mistake. Oh my God, and, like, it affects no! everything else up. So they were giving me more of a leeway. I was like, okay, so you know what to do. You just like flip the numbers. So yeah, but I'm, I'm just really bad. So that's why I'm like, I'm always intimidated when I have to go do like our budgets or our taxes. I'm just like, I don't want to do anything, any no. of this. Okay. Why? That's, yeah. Yeah. Numbers are interesting. I don't want to do it either, but somebody got to. <laughs> Hopefully we get to a level where we can hire somebody else to do it. But I would, we'll I do, would it. do it, but I just know that I'm eventually going to make that mistake. Yeah. And it can cost a lot if I make that mistake. So I'm just I'm just staying away from it. I know oh. my strengths and my weaknesses. Oh, I've gone back. <laughs> like there'll be a few times like I've gone back. Yes, because... dyscalculia, that's what it yeah. is. Yeah. Oh, is that what dyscalculia? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Why not dyslexia? Why can't you just say dyslexia, dyslexia is with letters? Oh, so specifically just with numbers. letters. Oh, yeah, I, dyscalculia I, is with numbers. Oh, I didn't. I, I just assumed dyslexia just means whatever's written. I have no problems reading, it. writing. I think I'm really good mm. at writing. But for some reason, if it's a number, I just flip it in my head. God. <laughs> I yeah. don't know why. <laughs> Pat has dyslexia. He does. So, and I yeah. didn't realize that until like he was reading something. I was like, oh, wow. Interesting. Like, <laughs> doesn't make so much sense not Pat. <laughs> Like, thank you for letting me know. And that's been one thing. We have learned each other, like, some things that you may not want to share and something you do. And I think mm-hmm. that has helped us to learn. It's like, that's why you are the way you are. <laughs> that's like, that makes so much sense. and <laughs> just takes a lot of patience. But yeah. Yeah. yeah numbers. So um, we're going to share some tips of how you can avoid some of these hurdles or how you can overcome them faster. Especially um, if you're working with big group of friends yes. of people yeah yes so some of the things and we kind of mentioned it um if if you don't have any money whatsoever if you have a very small budget um 
differentiate between what's happening at work and outside of work. Mm-hmm. Carve out time for work meetings and friend meetings. Yes. And then have boundaries for both of those. Don't let them bleed into each other. So hard. So difficult. But it's, it's needed. Very hard. But it's right. free 99. Yes. Just have to keep it in your brain. Yes. But that is what you need to do. And it will help your business with friends. Tremendously. Or have a jar, you know? Have like have a, that jar. Yeah, yes. have a Venmo. It was like <laughs> we have gonna have a shared Venmo, we send a dollar in it if somebody's talk and yeah. then by end of the year we're gonna have a big ass dinner or something. Mm-hmm. We never use that money. We need to I don't know what we're gonna do with what are forty we bucks. Do with $40? <laughs> Drinks. Get cookies. <laughs> Get cookies, exactly. But the um, idea you know the idea. Yeah. yeah. There are also multiple like there's endless resources on the internet that are free mm-hmm. that you can you know read from other people you can listen to podcasts like ours yes educate yourself especially if you are preparing to have a hard conversation mm-hmm. with your friend don't let it just happen spontaneously or don't let it to happen at a time when it just kind of boil over and happens oh yeah have God. a set time and prepare for that time yeah it don't helps do it before don't even like try to like you know, prelude this, just Mm-mm. do it then. Yeah. It and then. it helps with like, not only you preparing yourself, but also the person coming into the meeting, be like, they are prepared to have the discussion at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, just going back to like free resources, there's so much free stuff on the internet, like to track your expenses, you can find templates online. Mm-hmm. Um, there's like a free, like if you have enough expenses, you can use app called wave apps and you use mint um so there's a lot of free resources out there to track your stuff there are checklists for small businesses that your wherever state you live in if you live in america every state has a small business checklist it's good to have that to just like click on it and then see what you would need to do it may not apply everything to you but Mm -hmm. it kind of helps set up like what i should be thinking about um there are checklists for everything I don't think there's one checklist for YouTube. We probably should create one. Um, that we, but there are a lot of resources. Great, YouTube yeah. is a great resource. Um, so use those resources to the full extent before you pay for anything. Yeah. Um, eventually you may have to, but you can do so much without going to that yeah. level. And I think that eventually, you know, if you are using a specific resource often, mm-hmm. then it's good. You know, once you can pay back, to pay back. Oh, yeah. Because somebody did spend an immense amount of time on creating those resources. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So, like, we, for example, we started using... Um, Airtable. No. Slack. Sorry. Skillshare. Skillshare. Yeah. So, you know, we would always, like, look for online tutorials that are free. And they work just fine. But now that we actually can... Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I have this one person that I was trying to learn... Um, like some digital design from mm-hmm. and they have like free youtube stuff but they also have skillshare okay. so i like subscribe to some of their classes on skillshare gotcha. just as a way to like give oh, nice. back and thank this person yeah yeah and all these apps i mean there's stuff that you can buy within the apps to yes. do extra yes, stuff also- but that's just give you more freedom um if you have more money and you can afford actual um you know help out- outsource this then therapy is the one thing you should do. If you have money for it, start it ASAP and go to regular group therapy session with your business friends. Yes, it helps a the, lot. Uh, the, the progress I think that we've made 
over the last year when we were actually going to therapy. It's insane. It's crazy. It's crazy. I think we communicate better with everybody. Not that we were... No, we actually were horrible communicators before. Um, yes. I think we could <laughs> communicate like just when we are hanging out, but there will be always things that boil over that we didn't know how to communicate to everybody. Oh, no. the stream died. No. Is it fully died? Are we back? Let us know in the chat if we're back. I'm gonna check. I'm check. Oh my god. What was that? Oh my god. Looking at your phone. No, it's like we're live. We're we're there. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I don't know what happened there. Okay. Um, um okay. sorry, are we hey. talking about therapy? Definitely important. Definitely um, important. Helps us commun communication, which usually is the biggest pain point. Yes. Most of the negatives we were talking about are regarding to communication and how to express your grievances in a way that they're actually received and that the things, positive changes happen. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I don't know. I don't know if this is possible for the cheap version. Like if you have a friend who can be unbiased mediator like would i don't know if that would be something like if you do a monthly meeting with that person and talk to him have a mediator but we tried to do that we didn't have a mediator i think just somebody who i don't know who's maybe a therapist no, a i don't friend. think you don't can know. cut corners here like as i know that is not gonna you won't have money for group therapy you know if you're just starting out and i think at that point when we were just starting, everybody's just so busy trying to make it successful yeah. that you don't really have even time to consider that there's problems. There's yeah, like gaps. That's true. That's very true. Um, but eventually, when you do, if you have money for it, go to group therapy. It helps. It yes. helps a lot. It helps a lot. I wish we, we had started have, it. Yes. Yeah, we should have started a long years time ago, ago <laughs> years ago. And I think it was just a matter of nobody knew what to look until things boiled over. And Chris mm -hmm. was like, I'm going to look for someone. And he did. I was like, thank you, Chris, because I don't know who would have like, we kept talking about it. We need to have this. We need to have this. Nobody did anything. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I wish we had started this like years ago um, just because, I don't know. It's a new territory that we didn't know what we are doing. Mm -hmm. um, so we just needed a little bit outside help. Yeah. That helped a um, lot. And kind of along those lines, uh, also, if you have the money for it, hire an external HR mm -hmm. to deal with like serious conflict, serious conversations or infractions. Don't do it yourself. Yeah. And again, this only applies to if you are working with a group of friends. Yeah. Um, and then you don't want one of your friend to be an HR because it will kill their relationships it's with hard. their friends. It's hard. We've seen it happen. But having an outside HR, it does help. So it's something that we are moving toward. It hasn't started yet, but something that we are moving toward. So hoping that will another eliminate that communication perspective. Like we're already doing great with communication with group therapy, but having an outside HR to give that evaluation, which we're trying to do more timely, will also mm -hmm. hopefully help. So hoping that all of this, um, just in general, you know, try to create some kind of checklist on working with friends and how that will work, that it will help us grow our channel and hopefully it will help you grow your business as well. Mm -hmm. um, if it's just you, um, just make sure you are taking out time for yourself. Um, don't work 24-7 because it's very easy to work 24-7, especially when you work where you live. Mm -hmm. It's very easy. 
So uh, DJ Main DJ <laughs> has a really good question. Yeah. Before we end the stream, how would you like to see the channel grow? How would you like to see the channel grow? I would love to see our um, work of passion to grow. So obviously we are passionate about reactions and we love you know exploring our different stories with you guys. But we also want to try kind of try to branch out into other mm -hmm. genres. Um, we've dabbled with video essays and we are trying to focus on that a little bit more because we've consumed a lot of media over the last six yes. years. Yes. So we think that maybe maybe we have something to say. <laughs> um, so we are trying to branch out into the video essay territory. We're really excited about it. We hope that we'll help us branch out into mm -hmm. like other I don't know demographics online I guess yeah and uh also I love doing super super girls club yes um, I appreciate all of you guys being here and I'm really excited to see if we can get more listeners online or viewers yeah. and uh, see where that goes yeah so we're just gonna use 2022 and every year like as things that we can learn from um but few things that we have learned, like there are, we don't really need to do all the shows, but there are some shows that root really well. So we need to balance our time again to put that time toward more creative initiatives that we've been wanting to do. I know our skits are cringy, but we want to do more skits <laughs> because that's something that brings us happiness. Yes. Um, so we are hoping to find more time and not only that, just do creative things like drunk explanations, mm -hmm. games that we want to go back to our roots. Um, we just want to do it more grandeur like so it just takes more time which we're like we don't really do that we need to go back to what we were doing mm -hmm. um so trying to find that balance yeah more video essays um more topics hopefully more guests on podcasts and stuff mm -hmm. so and use our diversity within the channel to our benefit we have people like all different cultures and how why is it why is it not a lot of indian people watching us what's happening we have so many <laughs> indian people here so we need to figure out like how can we make sure we can use our diversity uh to our benefit and be able to have people from all over the world watch us but i'm yeah. so glad that andrelic mentioned the running from your 30s skit because it is like my absolute favorite skit we've ever made <laughs> i love that skit so much and i'm so happy that you mentioned it and we're all 30 now yeah but yeah it's so we, funny we're like we're there it's we like arrive. well i know that every time there's a birthday <laughs> i was like eh. <laughs> sure we try to do like celebrate it at work and i was like okay <laughs> let's eat this cake yeah well yeah. that's it um i guess do you have any final words about friends and work, working with friends? Um, friendly workers. Friendly workers. <laughs> I Overall, I do think like working with friends is not a bad thing. Mm. Uh, you just need to make sure you fully trust the people that you're going to go into business. And that regardless goes like if that person mm. you're going to business is not your friend from like 10 years, doesn't matter. You just need to make sure the person is trustworthy because there will be a day when you will need to take a PTO and leave responsibility on that person. You don't want to be stressing out about it on your pay time off. So mm -hmm. you want to make sure whoever that person is, is trustworthy enough, vice versa, because yeah. they will have to rely on you. Mm -hmm. um, because there are some times it's like, oh, something didn't get published. We will text each other and I know somebody will take care of it. It's like, I, I know 
somebody will jump on it, that we have that trustworthy dependability. And the next time I will jump on it if there's a time. So yeah. um, that helps a lot. So you just need to teamwork make sure you have important. someone. And yes. if someone has gaps in teamwork or doesn't, you know, volunteer as often, then like, you know, it, people take notice mm-hmm. and it's just important that everybody is kind of participating. Yeah. And address that early on. Like yes. if you don't believe that teamwork is there, um, it doesn't hurt to let people go in early on, but you need to work on it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the one thing when we went to Forbes, a lot of people that talked about it was like, yeah, you need to have that person you can depend on, have that teamwork, give them feedback timely mm-hmm. as needed. But if things are not working, don't say like, oh, I've been with this person for three years. That's a lost cause because you have forever to think about. So you want to make sure you have a good team. Like we think we have a great team right now. Mm -hmm. Um, Like everybody that we have hired, I can depend on everybody. Um, Like I know I don't have to micromanage it and I hate micromanaging. The minute I have to micromanage somebody, that's it. Like, I mean, it's not that we have let people go. Like, how can I help you? Yeah. (laughs) So how can I help you? Like to make sure this gets done. Let's let's do a velvet hammer. Let's do a compliment sandwich. <laughs> Is on, there anything like, I can provide? Yeah, like that this will help. <laughs> this needs to be done. Yeah, how can I make sure? Just yeah. I just... love I love like corporate language translations. It's like what do you say versus what it means. <laughs> I love it. It works all the time. With regards, regards. Best regards. Best regards. Of best. Best. <laughs> All means so many different things. <laughs> oh, per my last email. Per my last email. I have used that so many times. In Not the enormous. attached screenshot, you can see that y'all fucked up. <laughs> you know what the funny thing is? I've used all those in my previous consulting because there were people that I work with that I absolutely hated. Not in my yeah. team, just another vendor. And so many times that I had to like screenshots and screenshots like, this is where we talk and I'll be, I will be this petty <laughs> and it will be pettiness going back and forth. We'll be so like, funny. okay, we need to stop. Um, but it's like, no, like you are being petty on stupid thing. Like if I need to be troll, I will be a troll. Like I will get to the level. I don't want to get to that level. I will if it needs to be. But... We're just, we're just butchering everything we just <laughs> and becoming toxic immediately. <laughs> Good feedback. Good feedback. Oh, Give a proper feedback. <laughs> Before it derails to everything that we said bases on. Uh, oh but no, God. guys. Our like, face is melting. I know. But I <laughs> don't have to do that with like normies. Like, I, I think we have built a good relationship just with therapy and everything that we're like, we know what triggers somebody. Let's not go that way. <laughs> because I have to sit down and watch a TV with this person. And I don't want to be awkward silence. Yeah. Um, it doesn't happen anymore. It used to happen a lot. We were like, shit, we just fought. All right. Hi. <laughs> Today, we're going to watch this. And then, like, forget that we have said anything. Um, at what point does petty become toxic or is that only for men? Um, I think petty is always toxic, but sometimes it's justified. Yeah. I don't know. It, it depends on who you ask if it's justified. <laughs> um, but, yeah, petty next is just toxic and um, i think it, it first i will say like the first iteration of pettiness might not be but if you respond again like yeah you've yeah. gone too far yeah you've yeah, gone yeah. too far first pettiness or first passive aggressive mark can be brushed um, under a rug but if you do it multiple times then i'm like nah. i will say it's very hard for me not to be a smart ass sometimes when like 
you know, if situation calls for it and something like really comes into my brain, I really have to like force myself not to say it. And sometimes it does come out. Yeah. And as soon as it comes out, I regret it. Yeah. <laughs> and I think there's been a few times we would just like look at her and was like, it's fair. <laughs> like, but it hurts. All yeah. Right. It's like we were watching a Ted Lasso episode where he like said something. It was like, tough, but fair. It's like, okay. <laughs> And I think it's just we have learned we learn like how Ketty communicates, and I think we just That's like so learn funny. how each other communicate. Um, All right, I am. Oh, you gonna okay? Because I was gonna do that. All right, guys. Um, again, next week we are off, so there's not gonna be any streams besides Chainsaw Man. Chainsaw Man will still stream next week, and tomorrow we have a One Piece, but we have a Blizzard coming, so keep tuned, like, tuned to into our. YouTube stories, our Instagram stories, where we post what's announcements that's for that day. But until then, we are going to rate somebody. Who are we rating? Matthew Kihifi. All right, guys. Thank you so much for joining, and we will see you guys next time. Happy New Year. Happy holidays. Have fun. Be good people. Be kind. <laughs>